Ladies and gentlemen, it is another week of the Budo Brothers Podcast. Welcome to another Thursday. Welcome, welcome. Today, we are going to dig deep and talk about the importance and the power of having reserves. Having leftovers in the tank. Recently, I was training and I think it's a bit of COVID, but it's also just I went on a spell where I was so busy and I couldn't work out as much and I could really feel it in my training and where I normally had reserves, I gassed out. And have you, have you ever gassed out to the point where you're like, oh shit. Oh yeah. Inspiring for sure. Like you get to a point where you, you overdid it and there's still time left in the the, the sparring match. You're like, I got nothing left. I beat myself with my cardio. Right. And you start like your, either your blood sugar goes low or like you you're just like I have nothing left yeah and that's scary and as bad as you want to be in the fight your hands are dropping but you can't you have nothing left yeah. to even keep your hands up you're yeah. walking into punches yes. you're like it's it's crazy for for me recently because of covid my workout regime drastically changed and there's a point in time where the gyms open back up and I'm like yeah Hell yeah, let's go back in there. They'll yep. lift some weights. Yep. So feeling good, feeling good. And then I get to the Olympic bar. I want to do some squats, just end the workout, just with some strength stuff. Sure. And you lift heavy. And yeah, I've, I've been lifting my whole life, yeah. right? My, my mom's a power lifter. <laughs> and killing it too. <laughs> right? So I've been, li- I, I lift, I lift weights. So I went to go do something that wasn't necessarily too crazy as far as what I used to be able to do. So I went through and I pushed and I like got to the rep and I was just like, I'm going for it. And I pushed through and hurt my back. Like nothing tweak, nothing crazy tweak muscle pull. Yeah. But like now I have to go back to square one with my squat. Like I am no weight on the bar squatting again. Like just casually getting back in to make sure I'm building the proper muscle groups in order to be able mm-hmm. to do that again. Mm-hmm. Just how it relates though, was I depleted the reserves, right? In my workout, I decided to go to 90% to hundred percent of my max at that time. Uh, and it depleted me and it caused injury. Whereas if I would have stayed at 70% mm-hmm. to 80%, yeah. Have some left in the tank. I would have had some left in the tank. I would have been able to work out the next day. Mm-hmm. I would have been kept progressing a lot quicker. Instead, right. I degressed. Yes. Instead of progressed with that strength stuff. So keeping enough in the tank where you don't have to empty everything out to the fact where it's going to take weeks to recover. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Totally. And the counter to that where, you know, you'll hear some people, well, you got to push, you got to go, go past your max. Right. And you could also see how if you don't push, you may not progress, but there is this fine line between, like you said, having to go over the red line mm-hmm. and have to rebuild your engine right? because you, you know, and took it past where it can go. And I think by nature, Martial artists want to test the limits. Mm-hmm. You know, the, we there's something ingrained in our DNA that we want to see how how hard can I go? How hard can I where how much can I train? How 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 much can I lift? How much where's the limit? You know, and then when you get burnt by the limit, <laughs> like it it does suck, but I still think even though 
we continually push the boundaries of what we think is possible. Every time we push, we are getting more and more reserves, right? right. Like your reserves are growing and you're, and, and it's not just physical. It's not just, you know, the res- mentally, mentally yep. you know, to go through hard times and, you know, there's no shortage of challenges right now. Having the reserves to keep a positive mindset when there's a shit storm outside, right. you know, and when when your internal reserves get depleted, that's where depression comes in. Right. And I think there's a time and place where you should deplete it. Like when it's your moment, like when it's a moment in time that requires everything. Lay it all out. Championship game, like big business deal. Like there's a moment in time that requires you to, to unload, to dig deep <laughs> and find a gear past what you, mm-hmm. you were able to do that. But preparing that reserve, that tank, that yeah. gas tank yes. is allows you to go heavy in those mm-hmm. moments in time, mm-hmm. whether that is a project that you just got to dig deep and get through, whether that is like a championship fight that yes. you're, you're in, whether that's just simply being present in a moment mm-hmm. and like forgetting everything else and just like being on vacation, let's say. Yeah. Right. I, I think that you have to consistently build reserves 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 even in finance building reserves 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 so that if you get to a point where your card is called or it's your time to shine or it's prime time you're able to capitalize on that moment yes and i think that moment is called luck a lot of the time right Mm. i got lucky i got lucky or you got lucky at that time but being able to step up to the plate at that moment in time that is pivotal mm-hmm. that is it luck because you were there and able to do it at that time or is it the fact that you had enough in the tank to complete the task at that point in time i feel like luck is such an interesting topic because you could put an argument like oh you know yeah the stars aligned and everything worked out and you know you're what, what do they say that um the more prepared you are no the harder i work the luckier i get Right. right? You, that's a common saying with entrepreneurs. You know, it's, it's really weird. The harder I work, the luckier I get. And I do think dumb luck is different than preparing and being able to empty the tank when the time calls, right? Like, I think there's a bit of a difference, but dumb luck is when, like, hey, shit, I won the lotto. Yeah. You, you, sure, you could also argue that the world has conspired to to work out this way, right? right? And the Stoics would tell you it's your destiny. Yes, yeah. (laughs) And luck's so funny. Like, there's definitely some things that I think you're just lucky you have, like location where you're born, the parents that you were. But at the same time, sometimes the the most horrible things in your life end up producing the best things later on. So it's hard to say luck or not luck. Um, Like if you nurture somebody too much and they've never had any struggle or strain or anything, sometimes they just don't develop atrophy, right? But there's one thing that I really notice, and it even comes with reserves and mental reserves as well too. Don't you find that there's some people that no matter what, negative things just keep happening to them all the time, day in, day out. I feel like energy is a magnet. Yes. And... There's the two polar ends, positive energy, negative energy. You could exist in the middle or exist on one side or the other. Mm -hmm. 
And if you are on the negative side, that absorbs more negative things. Yeah. If you are consistently in a low place, whether you like it or not, bad shit just keeps happening to you on a mm-hmm. continual basis. Yeah. You're like, oh man, another thing. Oh man, yes. another. Oh, I don't know if I could take any more. Yeah. Versus like if you are on the positive side of things, like another good thing, another good thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so blessed. I'm so yeah. fortunate. Because some of these, you see a person who's just like, seems like they're just hitting their stride and everything. Yes. Yeah. The world's conspiring yeah. against them. I feel like you can get into either zone it it uh, attracts more of that energy 100% and i also think that there's a bit of a hack when you talk about getting stuck in those spirals where bad shit just keeps happening right when shitty things arise in your life and you focus on how shitty that that is and how unfortunate and it's why did that happen and it's this person's fault and da 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 that produces more of the same Mm. you know what you think about comes about and if all you're doing is loathing in your own juices how you're gonna miss the opportunities that the challenge is presenting like Ryan Holiday one of our favorite books is the obstacle is the way the challenge is the opportunity and if you view the challenge as the opportunity and go on offensive then it's going to start to look like luck you get served a pile of shit and you turn it into gold this guy is lucky it's a hack it's a mindset hack yeah and back to atrophy right you consistently have to be building your reserves. Like it is a perpetual practice for your physical health, like exercising your body, making sure your nutrition's right. That builds reserves. Yes. That if you get injured or if you get hurt, your body is resilient. Yes. If you're eating Cheetos every day and drinking a liter of cola, like if you get hurt, you're probably going to be out for a long time. And look at what, and look, talk about longevity too, right? Yeah. You know, and those who have grown up on the stable diet of Doritos and Coke and have not taken care of their health are having a challenge with COVID. Right. And on the other side of things too, your mental, if you are not taking the time to maybe meditate, do some Qigong or some Tai Chi or some meditative practice mm-hmm. of some sort, and instead you're filling your day with poison and toxins of social media. Yeah. Your mental resilience, your ability to not be emotional and get angry and to react on every little thing Mm -hmm. decrease. Whereas if you take the time to build your energy in that realm, it's you're able to react in a more level headed, consistent manner and make rational decisions. Look at things as they are and drop the story which can trap you, right? Mm. How often can we get trapped in the story that we tell ourselves when in reality, when you look at the situation, it's actually quite simple. A, B, C. Without the story, you know, without the, well, you know, this and that and da, 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 da. And well, what actually is happening? Well, this is happening. Okay, cool. Are you alive? Yeah, great. (laughs) Can you push through this? Yes, awesome. How can you turn this into an opportunity? Where Where is the silver lining? What can you learn from this? How can you grow from it? Yeah. And if you were to take kind of those two things, like your physical health and picture a candle, your physical health maybe is the the body of the candle, the wick, 
and then your mental health is the flame on the top there's one extra little piece too and i would say that's your spiritual health right and everybody is different with what they believe in but let's call this your higher calling or maybe your sense of purpose or like faith or whatever the, the case is if you don't practice that if you don't find ways to serve people feel like you're like on purpose feel like Mm -hmm. you're being fulfilled yes that's another area that if you don't fill that cup if you don't build reserves of that in bad times you just go like Mm -hmm. man i'm so lost i don't have purpose like i just don't know why i'm doing Mm -hmm. it all Mm -hmm. like and it it can it it can get you down just as much as the other two absolutely and that Talk about a way to deplete your reserves. Yeah. When you are without purpose and you're living a life that you know is not your genuine calling, is not. When you're stuck doing something that you know you were not put on this planet to do, and there that alone is sucks the life energy out of people, right? But I and and that's the challenge of life. We've got this game we need to play to spin a hamster wheel to pay our bills to do, so and that's the challenge is to figure out how you can get to a point where whatever it is that awakens that flame inside you, whatever it is that just you are jacked about, mm-hmm. go and do that. And if you and this is the only reason why I can talk about this so confidently is that when you find that, you can then justify all the other hard work that's required to make that happen, aka have a full-time job while running a side hustle, getting split at the seams, being pulled in all these different directions, working 80 hours a week. That all becomes effortless. Yeah. To an extent. The hard work, it's not the same hard work as like, ah, another day at the office that's hard right whereas like you can work on your gift your passion your purpose for hours without thinking about it and spend one hour in work that you hate and it'd be a lifetime yeah (laughs) it's totally true so finding whatever that is and if you haven't found that that is search totally okay that means that you need to go try a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Go out there and, you know, what does, what are your passions? What do you care about? What what can you do to play the part inside the ecosystem that adds value to the whole? Because if you can figure out what that is, you, by definition, this is just how ecosystems work. Yeah. You know, the, look at a jungle. Every little ant every little bug and animal and rodent and you know tree makes the fruit birds eat the fruit shit the seed the seed gets spread the birds get food everybody it's this it's this total it's this ecosystem mm-hmm. and business and life is really no different i mean how who are we to think we're not a part of nature and the laws of nature don't apply to us yeah so if you can find that what you can provide value for other people and it's honestly the root is always in the service of others that can take so many different forms look at healers Uh, i'm a massage therapist i help people live their best life with with, by removing discomfort okay and if that's that if you get passionate about that you could live a fulfilling life and 
that's so powerful what you just said because that shows you why that the money and those types of things is doesn't build your reserves. No. It doesn't build your internal reserves. Like it builds your reserves yes. to deal with the economy and sure. like bills and stuff like yeah. that. But providing service is what fuels the soul. It's what fuels the internal passions. It's what fills your cup. Love it. Whereas, you know, let's say there's an ultra successful person when it comes to financial means, but that's all they focused on. And they get to this number, let's say it's $60 million. You work your whole life getting to this $60 million and you have $60 million. But like, what good is that as far as your internal fulfillment? Yeah. If they are not like, if they're doing what they're passionate about and as a result, it has brought in, in $60 million, you're going to yes. be living a fulfilled, awesome, grateful life. And you'll figure out a way to put that money to do good. Yes. Right. You're going to, you're going to help new startups. You're going to invest in a bunch of crazy businesses. You're going to create a community center, you know, that because you're, you've got Budo in you. And the thing about the $60 million is the people in the world that have uncovered that type of wealth from scratch usually don't focus on it. They focus on what it is that they're providing and they spend their whole time on their product or their service. Yes. The That's what they focus on. Yes. It's not sick. Okay. There's a thousand. Okay. There's, okay. Okay. Now I'm going to yeah. like, like, I mean, there's definitely people who are in the financial sector, but maybe that's their passion, right? Maybe yeah. they love like investing, sharing, mm -hmm. like yeah. shorting yeah. all those different types of things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but it's interesting that you know you say wealth. Like if if you are just focusing on the money, mm -hmm. you're not going to have how many miserable millionaires are there out there that all they've done is focused on me, myself, and I, and what's in it for me, and how do I get this money? Yeah, and they don't live a fulfilled life. You know, right. they're depressed, and they've got all the cars, they've got the two houses, they've got the boat, and I thought I was supposed to be happy when I had all this shit, mm -hmm. but I'm on my fifth marriage, and my life's a mess. And we don't want to go too deep into this topic because this is probably good for another podcast. But if you are just accustomed to acquiring all of these physical things, these untangible things, you almost build yourself a prison and you build yourself a jail cell because you start getting money. Your value is in physical things. So you buy more of them. One thing about the way that society is shaped, there's always more to acquire. Always more. You got a car? Okay, let's get a nicer car. Okay, a nicer car? Okay, let's get a private jet. Okay, you got a private jet? Let's get a yacht. Okay, mm -hmm. you got a yacht? Let's get whatever the next step is. There's always more. So you build yourself this prison of material things that keep elevating and elevating because you can never spend more more than in there's this no world. limit yeah. there's no limit so you just are consistently in this game built around mm -hmm. fake material things mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a trap that you've made yourself whereas like if you the reason i can i can say this comfortably is my family's from trinidad and i've seen happy wealthy people i've also seen miserable wealthy people and at the other end of the spectrum i've seen 
happy people who are absolutely broke and miserable people who are absolutely broke. But that's the, the key to it for me was I looked at this person who's in Tobago, uh, Sister Island of Trinidad, and they're just sitting there, waking up every day, singing, walking down the road, talking to people, enjoying the sun. And in my mind, I was like, why isn't this person unhappy? Like, they don't even really have a house. Like, they just kind of live on beside this person's house and, and, and it's covered and there's vagrants and stuff. But you see their face and they're smiling, they're laughing, they're hanging out. They, they know everybody's name in the area. So how can that person be happy and he doesn't have anything? So happiness does not equate to the things that person owns. And then you look at the other side of things, you see this ultra wealthy person and they're unhappy. Yeah. They have everything. Yeah. And they're, and an they're asshole. still unhappy. Yeah. So the metric or the the thing that happiness is contained within obviously cannot be material. Right. Because this person these people who are poor would have to all be unhappy. Right. And these people that were rich would all have to be happy. Which is not which the is case. not the case. Nope. So I found that super interesting that is and i feel like there's also some beauty in the simple life you know when you have all your bases covered like don't get me wrong if you can't like and that's where i think a big source of stress in the western society is is that we have like we we glorify material things and all of this and and for those that when you turn on your instagram and you don't have these things and you know it's easy to start thinking well what the hell am i doing wrong Mm. right where you look at the island life yeah they've got family They've got food, they've got shelter, they've got, you know, I remember you telling a story about your uncle. Yeah. The, you know, he, floating around. Yeah, but his name is Bullet. So uh, <laughs> what what this guy does is he just has his, every day wakes up, does some fishing, catch some fish. Gets his meals for the day. Yeah, and then they float. They float in the water. They just hang out and they take, bring a bottle of rum in there with them. And yeah. they tie a string around the top of the bottle of rum. And they tie a string around their hand. And their day is they float in the water. And as soon as the string on the rope gets tight, that's the sign that I got to take a drink. So they pull it in, pull it in, pull it in, <laughs> pop the bottle. And then back close to it. And then back to floating. But And they just are so happy. Simple. They're not paying for anything. They're not paying for an expensive meal. They're paying for a bottle of rum. Sure. That's it. Yeah. And they all just chat, hang out, yeah. walk around. Yeah. It's just so crazy. And... Sometimes it's a little bit saddening because we're in this point in time where human interaction is harder. And there's so much enjoyment with hanging out with people and just relaxing and just sharing stories Mm -hmm. and talking and communicating. Mm -hmm. It's just a big gift in life. And I really hope that we get back to a place where those things exist. Not yes. we need them. Yeah. Because that helps build reserves. Human interaction. We are social beings, man. We are we are a primate that requires for our mental health, for our vitality, our survival relies on the tribe. That's how we that's how we beat Neanderthals and over the however three hundred thousand years of human evolution. You know, we got through it because we were weak. You know, we don't have fur. We don't have, we, but we are smart and we work together and we have a tribe and it's, it's, it's been part of our survival and together 
when we have that human interaction, I know because every Sunday I go for a family dinner with my entire family. My mom cooks a massive meal. We have wine, we have laughs, and it is the biggest recharging of batteries that I can, I can't go a week without it because it literally puts fuel in my tank. It makes me so grateful for what I have and it allows me to feel limitless Mm -hmm. because I know I've got, I'm blessed to have a family unit that does have my back. Awesome. So in the spirit of reserves, what are we going to challenge? I got a Buddha brothers challenge. So going with that theme of the, the candle, the body, the wick, or sorry, the body, the flame and like the eminence of the flame. Um, I want three circles, body, mind, spirit. And then within each circle, write the ways that you add reserves to those tanks. Like what is it you're doing for your body to add reserves? What is it you're doing for your mind to add reserves? What is it that you're doing to your spirit to add reserves? And continually put in a practice in place that keeps filling those those cups beautiful i think that's it signing off on that one perfect excellent all right well thank you so much for listening we appreciate every single one of you and thank you for taking time out of your day to join us for these conversations and we're going to keep them coming and we hope that this fills your cup when it comes to mindset and entrepreneurship and most importantly martial arts boom